when Jan gives me the okay, I see it now. It says recording. Good morning, everyone. Sunday, fun day on this July 5th. Carol Sue, a.k.a. Naughty Boss, on <laughs> And that's what happens when you're not set up in your normal, your normal office. I am outside because I was having internet problems. So I decided to come out here and do it instead. So let me just reset this up a tad. There we go. I think we're safe and we're good to go. But anyways, Sunday fun day. This is to... This does say good morning, everyone. My name is Janice, a.k.a. Love Mastiva, reporting to you live from the circle in North Haven, Connecticut. So, so, excuse me, Sunday fun day. We all had an amazing July 4th, and we hope that you did as well. Sunday fun day is kind of the reset day. It's the start of the week as we kind of catch up with things, make sure our calendars are up to date, spend time with family and friends. So what is everybody doing today? Carol, so what are you guys up to today? Well, right now I'm making a mess of my, my boost drink this morning, Lordy. Having that, having that technical technology morning. Um, so weird, you know, as we know, the internet kind of like is, is just weird. So I don't know if it was the computer or, or the internet. So I decided to come out here at the last second. So normally I kind of prepare myself. So that is not a good start, but you know what? The good thing about that is you pivot, you make it move, you make it turn. Let's see if I can get some better lighting. Maybe I'll just hold it. That'll be better. And um, so that's okay. That is not determining uh, the funness of my day and getting prepped for the week. I've got, you know, Monday, Monday is always my super, super busy day. And in order for me to be successful, I prep the day before. And it's such a great routine to get into. Um, obviously, a lot of people call this Sunday fun day and they get halfway through the day. And now that, you know, obviously unemployment numbers are, are you know, going on the way down. We're not seeing that huge rise. People are getting back to work. Towns, cities, and states are opening up. So for some that the Sunday fun day mentality as it gets to about three o'clock starts to sink in. Like, okay, my, you know, my weekend is over. I'm dreading this day, you know, and you kind of go into that gloomy, doomy, wish I wasn't going to work on Monday mentality. And that is why I love to utilize Sunday morning to obviously worship, you know, whether you're actually physically going to a church or even blessed that we can go to mass online or, you know, do, do some affirmations, music, whatever gets your mind set for the week. And then go right into your calendar, go right into, you know, your to-do list, what you did you write, write in your appointments. What are things that you will accomplish? I always like to talk about the three, the three bigs. So I usually try to accomplish three big things in my personal life, as well as three big things that I want to get done in my business life. And I find when I do that, and I actually write it down, I have a sheet that I do it, plus I obviously do my journaling, I find that my week is more successful. Now, that does not mean that we don't have derailments, right? Like, you know, you got to pivot something, something gets messed up, or you have an appointment, things get changed. Um, so many of us are really getting back into the groove of kind of catching up with our appointments, you know, whether it's doctors, whether it's you know, work that needed to be done in your home, whether it was whatever appointments that it could be that you kind of held off for the last two or three months. And all of a sudden now people are starting to like, they're feeling a little overwhelmed, like their schedules are getting jammed. 
but I think if you really make sure that you're allowing that time each day and it starts with Sunday fun day. How about you? Oh, absolutely. Sunday fun day. It, it's also a time to kind of re-engage where you've been, obviously, and where you want to be. And that, st <laughs> that stems back from mindset, of course. Um, so for me, it's about, um, you know, I was on this taxes, taxes, you know, for <laughs> what seemed to be about six or eight weeks. And now that that's passed, of course, and I have some very good um, things in place so that doesn't happen again, but it also led me to be behind in some other areas. So I'm um, mapping out today, kind of getting re-engaged with where I need to be, like with social media, you know, different courses that I'm taking, that sort of thing. So it's all about the pivot and what that pivot can mean for you and for those around you. So, you know, rule number one always is to be gentle and kind to yourself and recognize that when those pivots happen, you have to re-engage your thought process. For instance, you know, since we were in Florida, you know, I can't, as I mentioned before, I can't be in the kickboxing studio. So I've got about another eight days. So I had to pivot from that. So I'm not doing my, what I consider my normal everyday thing. So you have to re-pivot your thinking. Well, how else can I be engaged in that? How can I make this better, not only for myself, but obviously for those around me? And pivot is the name of the game, pivot and mindset. And I was just kind of cracking up because I heard somebody come out of the loft and go, ah, and then heard the steps going downstairs and heard it go out and around and then in the other door. Well, speaking of noise, yeah, I just heard, see, I'm in the back, I'm in Reams on the Rocks. As you can see, we, there's the pool area. So I'm, I'm in the little corner of Lanai and John is, yes, John is green, theme, green thumb John. And he is out, I can hear him crunching on the uh, beautiful river rock and he's, he's doing more yard work. He just, I think it's therapeutic for him. It's a good thing for him. I told him he needs to take a, I need, he needs to take a break from it, but he loves doing it. It makes him feel good. It's, it's physical. Um, he has been back to the gym. So, you know, now that things are opening up and he did say that the gyms are, I'm still a little nervous about doing that, but he's, he's, he, he went back and said, actually, it wasn't bad. It was, he was surprised that it was maybe not even 25% full so that's a good thing so people are kind of easing back into their normal routines and i like that fact i, I love the fact that july 4th weekend we heard a lot of fireworks you know in the surrounding areas um because obviously here you can actually buy them in walmart not like huge ones but you can buy you know the different kits that they have so i said to john oh, i think i'm gonna go get some um, you know, before they're all like sold out just to have them because, you know, somebody wants to visit, we can actually do fireworks. So I'm doing that and I'm really going to focus today because we, I don't know what the weather's supposed to be. I mean, right now it's sunny, but I'm going to focus on getting more writing done. We are working so hard on getting um, the quarantine awakening out. So I've got a focus on that today as well as you know, just different things that are going on during the week. And I feel so blessed. I feel, you know, I wake up and I really try to 
start my morning with the onset of what my week is going to be like. Because, you know, on the weekends, we tend to kind of stray from, from our, our normal routine. You know, a lot of us probably had a lot of cheeseburgers, hot dogs, the different salads and all that happy jazz. And John and I were really mindful. Not that we didn't partake. We just were a little bit more mindful because obviously when all the family was here, we partaked in a lot of cheeses and that kind of stuff. And that did a number on my tummy. So I'm feeling getting that going. But I love to start my mornings out with just some really, really good motivational whether it's a talk or music, and that just to me, um, and prayer, that that just just gets me right in that mindset. And speaking of mindset, I you know was chatting with um, a couple different people from from different parts of of the country of, of how they celebrated, and it looks like a lot of communities, while they either toned down what they were doing, uh, or did smaller things, they really everyone seemed to, you know, embrace that you know this this fourth is going to be a little bit different, you know, whether they were watching reruns of fireworks on TV or the white house had uh, things going on, different areas had things going on. I think as a country, we really did well. Yes. And I of course was um, very um, into the new Lee Greenwood song um, that he did with, it was a band actually that, Oh gosh, the name escapes me, but they are a band that did a remake of his song, which ironically, they did their um, rendition of that um, in South Dakota by Mount Rushmore. <clears throat> so to get that kind of the history behind why they did it and the members of their band and one of their members who does a lot of the actual voice work as far as the sounds of the drums and this and that, which was absolutely fascinating. So I listened to that a couple more times. And then I, of course, listened to the one, the one that they did with Lee Green, Greenwood. I always get his name wrong. And I had it on the Bluetooth speaker and I was just like, oh my God, it just like, wow. It was very... We, we did that too, actually. Um, there is on Amazon, you know, what I love is you can put in different subjects for music. And I thought to myself, oh, it's July 4th. We're, you know, this is a different July 4th for us. Normally we're, you know, either in New Hampshire or back in Mass celebrating. And on Amazon, there was actually a patriotic station and they played all kinds of music. You know, you're, you're different, you know, Army, Air Force, Marine, you know, and then they had the bands. They had a lot of, you know, obviously the national anthem and all the, all the different patriotic songs that you could absolutely think of. They had some j uh, jazz. They had some blues. Uh, they had country. So they had a wide variety, but it was all patriotic music. And of course, you know, you've been in the pool. So I put the Bluetooth right in the middle and it was just, it was n nice to just relax, float around in the water and really appreciate uh, the musicians for either their uh, remakes or just listening to that, the big band music, you know, the, the college bands or the, the military bands. It was really, it really just set a tone for the day. So John was actually working in the yard and I had, I had the patriotic music going on. And at first, one of them was a country song. And he goes, you got country on? 
And I like country music. I'm not a, I wouldn't say I'm a huge country fan, but I do like country music. So I'm like, no, no, it's a patriotic station. And he thought, well, that was pretty cool. So we had that going on. And that really, music is one of those things that sets the tone uh, of your mindset. And it's so, it's so good for your healthy. Because in order to get your healthy on, you got to have a good mindset. We always talk about that. And how do you get your mindset in that mode that is, A, going to motivate you. It's going to put you in that good mood. But sometimes it's a struggle. Sometimes it's a struggle um, to get that movement on. So obviously, I've been mapping out what we're, uh, our Nani Boss Water Fit that the two sisters is going to be working on. So I'm implementing different things and trying out different things in the water. And sometimes you kind of get stuck or you're like, okay, well, I'm doing this many reps. Do I got to do at least another 25 to really make it really push myself? So I was kind of doing that with the, uh, the music in the background. So really, music really has such an important value to being successful, not only in your health and your wellness, but just in your life. Oh, absolutely. Because a lot of times, you know, that initial, and I've often said this as well, that, you know, when I wake up very, very early, oh, dark hundred, I call it, that initial like, oh my God, like, oh, I can't believe I'm doing this. But it really does set the tone because, you know, I need that vibration of the music that, you know, gets your groove on, so to speak. And it kind of, you know, lifts your spirits and, you know, while I'm driving to the studio, it's like, okay, all you peeps, you know, you're asleep, but I'm slaying the day already. It's such a good feeling and very upbeat. It's so very good for your spirit, you know, and then, you know, you walk in there and you're like, okay, you know, let's get this, let's get this going. So I'm really excited, you know, next Monday I'll be going for the 5 a.m. class and I can't wait. I'm counting the days. So music, part of the soul. Really, do you, have a, do, you have a, do you have a particular artist that you like? I like. I'm very eclectic. I think. I am too. I am too. Um, I do like uh, Tom and Linda's um, song. Um, That's what's up because I just love the groove of the music and how it moves me. Um, I love country music. I love Keith Urban, uh, <laughs> One Republic. I mean, you know, I'll just say, hey, Google, you know, play blah, blah, blah. And, and you know, it will play the song for me. Um, or in Poppy's area, we have, you know, Alexa. I can say, hey, Alexa, play. You know. Oh, sorry, Alexa. I, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> well, I would be interested to see if our audience has any suggestions. You know, what, what gets you going? You know, for some, it could be uh, rhythm type music. No, it could be something. Go ahead. Alexa, stop. She's not not listening to you too well. I think we're good. (laughs) Yeah. So I would love, I would love our audience to get, kind of get get their um, input. You know, what gets your juju going? What motivates you to jump out of bed and say, I'm going to conquer the day. I'm going to, you know, it's Sunday. It's the first day of the week. I want to make sure I'm getting my healthy on. I want to make sure that I'm organized. I want to set myself up for success. Because when you set yourself up for success, it trickles down to the rest of your life. You've got young children. 
a lot, I've, I've actually been listening to a lot of young moms that obviously were homeschooling their child. They're still really very much in limbo. They don't know what's going on with the upcoming school year. So they have been consistently saying, look at, no, we're not doing a regular school day, but they're spending you know, at least an hour a day to kind of keep that flow going of whether it's worksheets or spending an hour away from, you know, the internet, the tablet, the TV, um, and taking a break maybe from outdoors and saying, look at, you know, we're going to spend an hour doing some, some schoolwork. And I think that really instills discipline because to get your healthy on is discipline to be successful is discipline. And a lot of people don't like the word discipline. They think of it as a negative connotation, but it's not. I mean, discipline is where success is born. Discipline is where you're going to get individuals that are going to be successful, that are going to be respectful, that are going to understand the importance that sacrifice and discipline is necessity tools to, to do well in anything. What do you think, Jan? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, it, it's very poignant that, you know, you can go into any day with, you know, if you wake up and you're like, you know, I'm going to have a bad day. Well, yes, you're going to have a bad day. So it's kind of about, kind of about, you know, hitting that reset button. And, you know, obviously the important thing is to acknowledge how you feel and move forward with it. Acknowledge it, pause and reflect and move on. And for me, a lot of times I have to, I'll set the, uh, the timer on my cell phone. That's a great, great suggestion. Once that timer goes off, that's it. I move on. Now, every now and then I have to, you know, put on another five minutes, but it, that gives me the opportunity to feel how I need to feel, to push forward. Because, you know, the constant motion, especially in these tumultuous times, and, you know, being mindful, being respectful, um, you know, those things come naturally, but sometimes, you know, we do need to allow ourselves that pause and reflect moment. And that's a great way to kind of segue to a healthier mindset, healthier gut, healthier mindset, healthier all around. That is so true. And uh, last night, I did not put the timer on <laughs> for a specific reason, because through this whole quarantine, you know, the early stages of the quarantine, and kind of where we're at right now, my mindset has been different on what I've been involved in, what I've been, you know, working on. But with the new information of uh, Epstein's partner, Jeffrey Epstein's partner that was obviously arrested in New Hampshire a couple of days ago, kind of brought back uh, a lot of people chatting about you know him, about his victims, about the injustices. And a lot of people have watched that Netflix episode. Well, I actually, it's a series of episodes on uh, Filthy Rich. And I said to John, you know what? Yeah, because it was pouring out. And I said, you know, I haven't really sat down and watched a show in, it seems like, months. And I really, really want to watch this. So we kind of went back and forth about it. And I said, you know, I, I just, with this woman being now arrested, I want to 
kind of connect the dots. So what do we do? <laughs> Netflix, if it's a series, you go to one, say one episode, and then it goes right to the next one. You have like, you know, I don't know, 30 seconds. And so we watched the whole darn thing last night, the entire, <laughs> the entire series. Uh, and I don't know how many, maybe it was six. I'm not even sure, to be honest with you. It's, it seemed like quite a few. But, it, you know, it is, for those that have not seen it, it is a documentary. And it is very telling of the mindset of Jeffrey Epstein, who, in my view, obviously was a narcissist. I mean, he had all the traits of that. And how, you know, follow the money, the power that, the amount of cruelty that he did to these these poor women and from what i understand it's hundreds hundreds of women ages basically ages from 14 to 17 but obviously you know young ones that stayed with him longer were were, were in their early 20s and you know when it got towards the end where at first they weren't going to see justice because of you know what occurred legally with with uh the government in his case, and then that moment when they finally got redemption to at least, you know, the judge allowed the victims to, you know, come and speak after so many years. And then the realization that now his death, which some say, did he actually commit suicide? Did he not commit suicide? Was it staged? And I think the one, the one of the one lines from the young woman and her, her maiden name is Roberts. And she is the young woman that has also accused Prince Andrew of uh, being trafficked to him. And what I thought was interesting, you know, was a line that Epstein had said to her at one point, she realized when they were filming his Manhattan home in New York, a uh, huge apartment, and that one room had several like TVs. So the security, he could actually see into every single room. It was a, a fairly large apartment, the way they're describing it and from what you see. And it was this one line where he says to her, um, something to the effect of, and I'm gonna paraphrase because I don't know it exactly, that, you know, the reason why he has all these cameras is, you know, I, I know a lot of powerful people and I, you know, basically I'm, I'm untouchable. They owe me, they owe me favors. And I thought to tell that to a young girl and that that particular nightmare of a lifestyle for so long for her, that was one of the things that really imprinted in her heart. And to now think that now obviously He's dead, whether he committed suicide or not remains to be seen, I guess. But now that his female count counterpart, I cannot pronounce her first name, but her last name is Maxwell. And they found her in a you know, this million dollar home that pay, she paid cash for in, in New Hampshire. And now she's in custody. Will these victims truly now get their vindication? because obviously they didn't go to trial with him because of what transpired. Now they have her. And I guess what I was noticing a lot online was a lot of people theories of whether the government can keep her alive, you know, before she goes to trial. 
And in fact, if she was that much of a influence as the uh, episode or the series actually portrayed her as, that she was an intricate part of his, you know, very disgusting lifestyle. I'm wondering of the people that were associated with him that were involved in a disgusting human trafficking, horrible things that they did to these young girls. I wonder how they're sleeping tonight. I wonder how they're getting their week on. I wonder, I wonder, you know, their mindset. Cause I don't think they're having any Sunday funding going on in their homes. I don't know. What do you think? Uh, I don't even know how to comment on that other than say the whole Epstein, Ghislaine Maxwell, it's disgusting beyond belief. How do you pronounce your first name? Ghislaine, I believe. Ghislaine, okay. I knew I was going to butcher it because I'm like, um, you know, I believe she's French, correct? I believe she's French. I think so. Yeah. Because her father, her father was an, uh, a fairly, he was a billionaire and an entrepreneur. And right. I guess he was pretty ruthless. So she was used to, um, you know, that kind of upbringing. But it, I just find it fascinating. And I, I pray, I pray, and I pray that these poor women get their justice. Now, from what I understand, from what the series talked about, and it obviously was pretty much around the news was that two days before he you know killed himself questionably or not that he changed his will and he was worth a pretty penny 577 million or some ridiculous amount and i believe he left everything to the brother so i'm hoping that there is some way that some sort of and not that and not that a monetary amount certainly is going to erase the tragedy of what these poor young girls went through. Like no young girl should be, be going through this. And we're hearing more and more about a lot of human trafficking. We've heard quite a bit, a lot about people being arrested really over the last few months. And it doesn't really make the news, the mainstream news, but it's interesting to see you know, of children, how, how they're abused, how they are trafficked. So, you know, you want to win for the good guy. You want some sort of win. So I, I do hope that even though, like I said, a monetary amount is not going to, is not going to erase the tragedy, but it could add value to them where, because some of them really want to pursue, you know, different organizations to help young women get out of that and or, you know, recognize, because these, these pedophiles that are preying on these young women, a lot of them, uh, and through the series, you could see that they came from broken homes, they, you know, were living on the streets, or, um, you know, there were some that didn't, but a lot of them were, were troubled teens. And I think we have to do better as a society to recognize and you know, have places and organizations where these young girls can go and be safe and not be victimized and used because you could still see, you know, when they were interviewing them, you could still see the heartache on their faces. So I'm hoping with this arrest that something will good will come out for them. 
and justice will continue to be served. That is my prayer, my hope as well, that they receive the justice and vindication. Um, it's something that will never go away, but at least that will hopefully set the tone for them to, to move forward and, and have a healthy, prosperous, and, and full life. <laughs> On that note, Sunday fun day. We want to thank you so much for always taking the time to be with us to just share a little few minutes out of your day. We always welcome and appreciate and love the feedback. So contact Carol Sue, contact myself, leave us a message, and we will be happy to get back to you. And just a reminder that you can find us on a few different uh, podcast platforms platforms, Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, and Overcast. We want you to have a marvelous day. It is Sunday, July 5th, and God bless America. Reporting to you live from the Circle of North Haven, my name is Janice, aka Wellness Diva, along with Carol Sue, a.k.a. Naughty Boss, still wearing her red, white, and blue, still celebrating our 244th birthday. Yeah, why not? A lot of people celebrate their birthday a couple days. So why not celebrate the country's birthday for a few days? That's what we're going to be doing, enjoying this beautiful, beautiful pool and uh, great atmosphere to get some writing and journaling on. Pay it forward, guys. Be kind, be patient, be tolerant. Spread a smile, spread some peace, spread some love. You guys have a great Sunday funny, guys. Carol Sue, over and out. Have a great day, everyone. Bye-bye.